and welcome to another episode to Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, I want to welcome a returning guest. Uh, very talented, very highly intellectual person. Humble, you know, that I'm Mata, Puerto Rico, you already know. Um, Boricua. Boricua. Uh, give a warm welcome to Gabriel Rivera. Welcome to the show, bro. How you doing? Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm actually <laughs> doing really damn good. I'm uh, into that. You know, uh, on occasion, you know, uh, we have our ups and downs. And for me, what makes a difference is that I understand how to self-regulate my emotions. And because I know how to do that, I get to have better days than bad days. Mm. And that's, that's really something that I've learned to do. And I teach people to do, you know, which I think is really uh, something that everybody should know. And this is why I work the way I do, you know. So, yeah, I'm having good days, man. That's good. That's good. Um, so talk to me a little bit about you, you, you're doing this, this, training seminar helping people um what's what's the i don't want to just start naming spurring names out what is the correct term what 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 is your what do you call it well what i do is called eft emotional freedom techniques Mm. liberación the tecnicas de liberación emocional Mm. and it's all about energy you know People have two faculties that are just everyday normal behavior, which is thoughts and emotions. And our thoughts and emotions create our reality in life. So what we think and what we feel creates our reality, our behavior patterns in life. And when we repeat these patterns in life, we become or we create what's called our personality. Our identity is that based on thoughts and emotions. Mm. So EFT is a, an energy-based um, workshop that I do that teaches people how to self-regulate their emotions because emotions are powerful. Correct. And emotions can either create or destroy a person's life. And 90% of the time, people are destroying their lives based on a pattern of life that they learned from the age of zero to seven years of age, which is what we started to talk about. Yes, say, wait, yeah. wait, wait, let's record this before you drop any, any knowledge. Um, yeah, you know, in the Bible, and, 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 and I'm going to pull mine out because, you know, I got my Bible with me every day right next to me. And I reference this guy every day. I got mosquitoes, by the way. And that's why I'm doing this. I'm not freaking out. Um, I got my Bible next to me every day. And I'm loving the relationship that I'm having, not just with God, but with myself. Mm. And the Bible is such an important document because it's not religious, at least not anymore to me. It used to be. So getting back to the age of zero to seven, right before I go off track. The Jesuits about 400 years ago said, give me a child until the age of seven and I will show you the man. And what that means in a neuroscientific way mm-hmm. is that between the age of zero and seven is when us as people, we develop into who we are in the future. But we don't know this because what's being developed is our subconscious mind. Got it, got it. So our first educators in life are our parents or, you know, uh, relatives, siblings, right? And then from there, we, we extend that to our neighbors and school kids. And then from there, in Bodeguero, and then, you know, excuse me, everybody else along the way, teachers who can be very, uh, let's say, uh, not inspiring. You know, and I say that I'm a teacher. You you know this. I teach online as well. So not every teacher is the same. But, you know, up until the age of seven, we have no filter. We are an open brain. Our subconscious brain is a sponge and we take it all in. So whatever we hear 
we adapt as part of our paradigm, our belief system. So when parents are arguing when the child is in the stomach, right, at third trimester, and, 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 and by the way, the first uh, organ that really becomes developed is the heart, not the brain. So when the heart is already pumping, okay, and the child is listening to what the parents are arguing about, for example, they start to develop this paradigm mm-hmm. subconsciously all the way to the age of seven. And, you know, we, we, we forget these things. We forget what we learned simply because we're growing up and now we got all these other distractions. So we get to the age of, let's say, 20. And all of a sudden we have some kind of hang up and we don't understand what it is. We know we have a hang up, whether it's we feel shy, whether we feel resentment, whether we feel anger towards something, whether we get a phobia, we totally forgot where that came from. We just know that we have it. Yeah. And we don't know how to resolve this. We just figure, okay, this is, this is something weird, but uh, you know, maybe I gotta go see a doctor. And the reason why we go see doctors is because within the first seven years of our lives, we have that paradigm that we believe in. Paradigm is a belief. And we believe in doctors at an early age because we get taken to doctors a lot. Take a shot at the order of the checkups. Are you, are you okay? Medications. And we view doctors as an authority figure. So if the doctor said, it's got to be true. Yes. So we believe it. So here we are, we're 20 years old, we got all these hangups and, and we got to go see the doctor. And the doctor's going to treat your symptoms because that's what they're trained to do. They treat symptoms, they diagnose the, the person and they treat your symptoms. But they don't resolve the problem. They delay the problem. And maybe medication works, maybe it doesn't, maybe they get you off of the medication, maybe they put you into something stronger, maybe they will suggest surgery for something. But it's an unresolved issue moving forward in life. So I started to study EFT because I started with emotional intelligence. And then I went from there to rational emotive behavior therapy, which is about thoughts and emotions and the meaning between that that creates a consequence in your life. And then I moved on to neuro-linguistic programming. And now I'm excited because I'm applying all of this into my life. Because I had some extreme anger issues when I left Jersey, man. <laughs> and when I got here to Ecuador, oh my God, it was, it was terrible. And all these paradigms in my life that were buried started to surface in a very ugly way. So I started to study this to understand me. This was during the beginning of the pandemic. And then from there, I went into emotional freedom techniques. Actually, thought field therapy was the first thing. And then I went into emotional freedom techniques. And then I went to emotional energy or EFT energy. And in between that, what I really found was I found God. Mm, And why is that important? Again, because of the paradigm. So let's get back to that 20-year-old. That 20-year-old has all these beliefs and doctors can't resolve the problem. That's because of the paradigm. Everything is about your belief system and your thoughts and emotions. So here's how it works. You have a thought, and right away you give it a meaning. And when you give it a meaning, it creates a feeling. And that feeling, okay, is energy. And that energy goes into your body, biochemically changes, you know, the gene expressions in your body, that signals the cells in your body, and tells your body, Okay, he wants to be depressed, he wants to be angry, he wants to be sad, he wants to be shy, he, he is a bully. You know, whatever the negative emotion is, that's what your body is going to accept as your truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we feed off of that and we don't resolve the issues, but it creates problems in our lives. And why does it create a problem? Because emotions are energy. And what is energy? Energy is a frequency an electrical impulse. So energy carries data, just like a Wi-Fi signal. You don't see it. You know it's there, and it carries information. So there's emotions. Emotions, you can't see emotions. You feel them. And the information that it carries 
is the label. Words like, again, resentment, phobias, you know, physical pain, all these things. So our brains are electric. Our hearts are magnetic. And when we have all these feelings that are down-regulating our energy, they're sucking all that energy from our heart, and it creates physical issues. Migraine, headaches, back pain, spasms, knots in the stomach, tightness in the chest, you know, cramps. And in extreme cases, it creates disease. And the reason for that, again, is the emotions, because emotions are energy in motion, and they carry a frequency. And that frequency is measured in hertz, an electrical measurement. And this is all neuroscientifically proven and uncontested. This is not even a debate. The fact is that these vibrations, lower registered hertz vibrations, we don't feel them in our body, but they exist. Everything vibrates in the universe. Everything vibrates in God's universe. And as it's vibrating and we're feeling anger, resentment, depression, or whatever, and we continue to loop that thought and that feeling, we are creating or manifesting physical problems in our body. So just like that 20-year-old went to the doctor and the doctor's like, I don't know, man, let me give you a pill for this, you know, uh, this will help you out and come back and we'll check you out in a couple of weeks. You know, what will happen is um, that feeling will subside, whatever that person was feeling, but it will recur because it's unresolved. And what that means is that the emotional energy in your body is stuck in, in your body, is blocking your energy flow in your central nervous system. And this is what I do. I do what's called emotional freedom techniques, where I teach people using your meridian points, okay, to tap them and release that negative energy in your body so that your central nervous system can thrive again and you can start to heal. Because once you learn how to self-regulate your emotions, you start to fill your heart up with love, gratitude, compassion, freedom, trust, joy, happiness, bliss, security, integrity, ethics. Those are high elevated emotions that actually heal the body. And further than that, what it does is it could actually connect you with God. Because now you're not looking for the external world to feel good. You're understanding that you have the innate ability to self-regulate your emotions and teach your body to thrive internally, kill yourself. And as you do that, you go from understanding your emotions and your thoughts to now understanding your spirituality, your spiritual side. And that connection to God becomes even more powerful. Because there's no, there's no, how can I say it? I'll say it in Spanish. No hay malicia. In, yeah, there's no bad intention. There's no, there's no bad intentions in, in, in life. We, we have nothing but well-being in a, in a spiritual sense. So everything that we learn about, you know, spirituality is external. We learned it outside of, the, of our spiritual world. You know, but our spiritual world is 100% pure love, pure love energy that heals everybody. So anybody who says that God doesn't heal is highly mistaken based on a belief. Okay. So that's pretty much in a nutshell, but there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that I'm sure you may have some questions about, and I'd be happy to answer you. Yeah. Um... I want to take it back uh, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, before sure. you, you, because as a, as a, as an individual myself, um, although I'm fairly younger than you, as you know, um, you know, I grew up with a very, some say difficult, others say traumatic. Some right. people, you know, really refuse to discuss the nature of my upbringing. But it was, let's just <clears throat> leave it at, challenging right so i you know as i grew up right i I found myself uh feeling i had a choice right a a choice of am i gonna sob and being depressed or i'm gonna be angry do something about it right okay 
because it's it's easy to be angry, right? You got all this energy. You're, you, know, you you don't know where to put it, you know? Right. Um, so I, I guess my question is, at what point did you, you, you realize, like, you had anger issues or you were angry? Because to, to, to correlate your whole journey, right, and everything right. from your course and, and your learning and, and the beautiful, um, beautiful form of you reconnecting to God, right? Everything you just said, there, there was a point in time and where you have to, you know, self-reflect and, and you're, like almost a revelation right. to, to, to begin that process. Right. right. But my, my epiphany happened the same way it happens to a lot of people when it's too late. Mm. Okay. Preach. So what, <laughs> it, Preach. It, it happens... When people hit rock bottom, when people get close to the edge, when people lose total faith, not just in God, but in everything. Hmm. You know, I, I realized that I was upset. And, <laughs> and that's putting it mildly. I realized that I was like really like like angry. And I kept at being angry at everything other than myself. Because the reality is, nobody can make me angry. It's a choice that I learned, you know, to exert myself. I'm angry because I blame this and that or whatever. And the case may be is that it's nobody's fault but my own to feel this way. So it's my choice to allow an external source. You, for example, let's say right now, if I allowed you to make me angry, that means that I'm a victim of myself here. I have, I have no regards for me. I'm allowing you to take my energy to control how I feel. But the fact of the matter is, try as hard as you can now, you can't, you can't take away my energy. I get to choose whether I'm going to be angry or not. So I got to the point where I... I started to lose a lot of uh, forward progress in my life. And I, I pretty much lost two years. 2017 was a lost year. Uh, 2018 was a lost year. And I almost lost the most wonderful person in my life who gave me a reason to want to look at myself at a deeper level, which is my, my wife. You know? And she, she told me to F off three times. Being patient, being tolerant, man, and I was bashing her badly. And I was blaming her and everybody else. Don't wait till things get bad to realize that it's not even your own fault for being angry. It's that your subconscious mind controls every aspect of your life. Everything that you've learned over the last five years, 20 years, 100 years of your life it's controlled by your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is subjective. It doesn't care, you know, how you behave only because you taught it to behave this way. So it's not going to argue with you either. As much as you try to argue with yourself, you're not going to change. So this is where I started to, you know, want to understand, okay, where, where am I going wrong? Because I saw a video about emotional intelligence that says, you know what? I'm not a dumb guy, man, but I mean, I, there's got to be a solution for me. So I started to learn about that. And I took a nice little course that I was like, wow, you know, this brought some perspective. But it wasn't enough. And then when I started to learn rational emotive behavior therapy, and they started to talk about, you know, thoughts and emotions and how they correlate into our reality, then I was like, oh my God, that's actually really even deeper, more interesting. And I started to look at myself at a deeper sense. Where is this anger coming from? You know, why is, why am I allowing this anger to control my life? But I still wasn't getting a resolution because it's like talk therapy and I, I don't like therapy. You know, anybody who's ever been to therapy can attest to that. You know, yeah. you, you, you basically just, keep talking about the same stuff, trying to understand a trauma 
that you can't change. And you're not supposed to change an event in your life that happened already. That's in the past. Yeah, you're supposed to accept, try to find some acceptance and move on. Supposed to affirm and accept. But moving on is a difficult thing. And this is where people get stuck in their life. I'm trying to move on, but I'm still having this feeling. I'm still remembering this. That re- that 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 remembrance is based on a feeling, an, an emotional trap in the body. Correct. And this is where neurolinguistic programming really started to put it in perspective for me because I started to learn about my subconscious mind and how the subconscious mind is your best friend in life. It's your gateway to God. And why is that? Because the subconscious mind, again, is subjective. People normally and naturally practice 90% of the day negative thoughts. That's already been documented. That's, that's fact. You can Google it. And we have an, an average of anywhere from 60 to 75,000 thoughts a day. But we don't realize that because, again, the subconscious mind is the one that manages your whole body, mind, body, and soul. Correct. So we only think about what we can remember within the first, let's say, two minutes of our day or at that moment. Everything else is subconscious. It's all programmed into our brain. So if we feed our subconscious mind negativity 90% of the day, your subconscious mind is going to say, I don't care. This is what you want. I'm going to feed you this. So the moment that we stop and say, wait a second, now I get it. I got to feed you the good stuff. Your body, which is your subconscious mind, is going to say, no. You've been like this forever. You're going to change me now, and it's going to resist so much that people feel pain. People feel worse. People, um, you know, they want to fight. They want to quit on themselves because you're not quitting because of anybody else. So I realized this. I can't quit on myself. It's the only life I got, which is true for everybody. So as I'm learning that my subconscious is that powerful, I started to go through my pain. You have to get past the pain to get to the success of your life. Everybody does. But we can't think greater than how we feel, and that's why we quit. Mm. It's not about thinking anymore. It's about the emotions that are stuck in your body. That energy controls people's paradigm, their beliefs. So having to go through this process, self-process of learning how to self-regulate, this is where emotional energy came in, that I really, it just put it all together and it made me understand that I can change my emotion. I don't have to think about the past. What happened to me coming to Ecuador? Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind getting a little, like, you know, payback. I wouldn't mind. It will probably feel great, <laughs> but it's not gonna. It's not gonna do me any good at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I have compassion for those people. They really screwed me over. I have compassion for them. I don't hate them. I don't dislike them. You know what? Vaya con Dios. Because at the end of the day, I'm a better person because of it. One, and I'm thriving because of it. But they're not. Why are they not thriving? Because they're stuck in the same patterns of life that destroy people's lives. Beliefs destroy or create lives. Their beliefs are destroying their lives and they don't they, they can't think greater than how they feel. But I can. So I've changed my life by practicing how to remove all this junk energy and go through that pain. It is painful to let go, to affirm and accept. It is painful to tell yourself that I am enough that I deeply and profoundly love and accept myself. And when you start to do that, your heart actually starts to fill up with energy. That energy that you're releasing goes into your heart. Because the main brain in your whole physical body is your heart. It's not this guy. And that's also scientifically proven, Mm. neuroscientifically. There's so many fascinating facts about that. Your heart, when it is receiving elevated emotions, that energy your heart will signal the brain to tell it, you're safe now. It's okay. You can thrive now. And what, the, what it does is it lowers your brain waves from high beta to an alpha state, which is where we need to be, so that we can have clarity as to what we want and desire. 
Right, right. And with that comes prayer, which is an amazing thing. You see, prayer, we, again, based on the belief, we pray in despair. You know, and I'm not mocking anybody when I do this, but, you know, we pray like this. Mm-hmm. Please, God, please help me out. You know, it, I mean, things are tough, man. And I'll, I'll do it again. I'll be a I'll be good guy this time. No. I'll be honest with you. God doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you know why? Because he doesn't speak that language. God speaks two languages. Thoughts which is the language of the brain, feelings, which is the language of the heart, emotions. And when you take a clear intention of thought with a positive emotion, and you combine the two, okay, with imagination, you, you need to visualize that outcome as if you are already living the experience ahead of the event, that's when God gives you his blessing. Mm, and he gives you his blessing as long as you have the conviction of belief and faith in yourself. So when people get off of faith street and God delivers his package to you, if you're not home to pick it up, man, he takes it back. And this is what we do. We, we struggle every day to stay in faith with ourselves. If you stay in faith, he delivers that package every day. This is what's called manifesting. You want to manifest good health? You have a clear intention of good health. Amen. With yeah. the elevated emotion of love and compassion and health and, 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 and joy for yourself, as if you already are healed with faith and belief, and God delivers that package, and you will be healthy and you will cure that headache. You will cure that physical pain. You will, you know. And it's documented, but you will redact a lot of illnesses, disease. I don't say this because it's, I said it. I say it because this is documented evidence. It's overwhelming evidence that energy um, is self-healing. We are self-healers. We have a trillion cells in the body. I think it's over that, according to Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's a cellular biologist, and he discovered the, the what's called the... Um, the, the belief, you know, um, the belief in, in oh, man, uh, the biology of belief. So he's a cellular biologist, and he proved already that the human body, okay, each cell has a 0.4 volts. So you take a trillion cells by 0.4, and you... Take a calculator. That's enough electricity to light up Birmingham, okay, to light up New York City. So a human being, when we learn to self-regulate our emotions, we can self-heal. And Dr. Bruce, uh, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is huge on this subject, uh, he has proven that people can heal their own cancer. Wow based on emotions, based on connection to God, you know, and he did it because his story was amazing. Uh, you know, he, he had an accident where he broke his back and he spent a year, okay, healing himself by thought alone. And the, the man walks, you know, and he was a chiropractor and now he's a neuroscientist and he preaches this every day. And, and, and again, neuroscience is, is spirituality. There's, there's a direct correlation that your brain and your heart in alignment connects to God. It doesn't matter whether it's God, Jesus, the creator, infinite intelligence, source, Buddha, you know, Princess Bride. If you believe in a divinity, okay, that's your connection, you know. The majority of people believe in God. The majority of people believe in, in Jesus. Why not? It's, it's, a, it's divine energy. All of it is divine energy. And all that divine energy we are connected to 100%. We've just never been taught how to self-regulate that. But the first step is eliminating those emotions and getting your body, again, to thrive based on its innate ability to heal thyself. And we can. 
It just takes belief and faith and practice. You know, we practice negativity. Well, practice positivity. I mean, really, it's just that simple, but it's not easy because the body says, I'm going to resist, man. You know, you've been a jerk for a long time. Why do you want to change now? Um, because it's good for you. <laughs> There's no other reason, right? It's just good for you, man. Boom. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about your course. Um, what what things can it offer to the public, you know, to our listeners or, or viewers uh, that some some things that, that we, you know, come in your in your and uh, what you offer? Um, a lot, man, a, a, a lot. For example, well, let me just start off by saying that, you know, Gary Craig is the creator of EFT. He found EFT. He was a student of Dr. Roger Callahan, who discovered thought field therapy. And he resolved a phobia, a water phobia, uh, by tapping the body's meridian points because he had this background on Asian um, uh, acupuncture. So Gary Craig was a student of Dr. Roger Callahan, and he created the process of emotional freedom techniques. And it's been around since like, uh, if I remember correctly, 1990. So we have a good 30, 30, 35 years, maybe even 40 years of this. Mm -hmm. So in 40 years, it's been well studied. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... Now, a lot of people, conventional Western medicine will say, you know, this is pseudoscience. Only <clears throat> what you want, it works. <laughs> and there's overwhelming evidence of this because, you know, when you can help people with like, let's say PTSD, um, you know, when you can help people with um, fibromyalgia, when you can help people with uh, complex trauma, uh, deep phobias, uh, inner child problems, uh, abuse, whether it's sexual, mental, verbal, bullying, whatever. You know, what has been proven and corroborated uh, through different scientific communities is that at the root cause of all these, of all of people's problems is the emotions. The root cause, this is where, again, I say, you know, doctors are necessary, man. They really are. You know, um, they, they train for years to, to help people the best they can based on medical science, you know, symptoms. But they don't touch the root cause. The root cause of a lot of 90% of people's mental well-being is based on emotions. And when you release the emotional disturbance in the body, that energy, people actually heal and they, they thrive. So what I've learned to do is I, I, last year I was giving a lot of workshops uh, for free. And I still give a workshop for free, but I don't do a five-day workshop for free, which is what I used to do. I give a one-hour, I give a one-hour free workshop to anybody. I even go 90 minutes to prove to you that whatever emotional disturbance you have in a physical symptom, so if you have headache problems, migraine problems, lower back, all back problems, shoulder pains, you know, tightness of chest, tightness of throat, problems with your ears, you know, blurry vision, you can't breathe right, you know, you got cramps, you got spasms. If whatever physical problem that you have, I give you a 90-minute free workshop, EFT workshop, energy workshop, to release that pain based on the emotional disturbance that you're not aware of. And I work with you. I guide you through the process. I teach you the process so that you can learn how to self-regulate yourself. And I provide you with support post. So if we do 90 minutes, you're going to feel the release. You're going to be like, wow, you're right. I know this for a fact. And then... Maybe a week later, you're going to have the pain again. Because it happens. Because people don't let go. Or they don't tap mm. the way they're told to tap. People like to take shortcuts because they're not used to it. And I support your post. If you've got a problem after that, I show you again how to do it the right way. 
Because I think it's important that people understand that they don't need to have uh, pain. They don't need to suffer because of their emotions. You know, emotions is just uh, a negative emotions. It's just a way that people loop their, you know, past thoughts and their current feeling. And the current feeling reminds them of the past. And they keep looping this every day. They wake up in the morning and they keep thinking about the past. And they carry that on, that energy all day long. And it's exhausting. It, it causes fatigue. It drains your energy. So by releasing that, I give you a free workshop. Mm. I give a five-day full-on workshop, 30 minutes a day for five days, where I teach you from day one how to tap. And I give you the, the education behind it. Day one, we do uh, emotional healing and understanding that. Day two, I do emotional freedom. And again, we tap to give you resolutions all the time to resolve an emotional problem during the five days. On day three, I discuss the basic recipe and I break it down to you how to do it again in the proper way and why you should do it the proper way. What are your tapping points that you need to tap? What to say in terms of cognitive you know, statements to affirm and accept so that your subconscious mind can take it all in as truth. On day four, I do what's called psychological reversal. And I speak about the generalization effect. And then on day five, we do what's called best outcomes, where you get an opportunity on day five to tell me, yeah, I really feel the difference. I'm going to give you a testimonial because this is badass. And, and it is, but not because I'm telling you it is, but because you actually get to experience what it's like to release your anger, your phobia, your depression, your um, let's say your resentment, a guilt, you know, anxiety. If you have PTSD, it could take longer because this is not instant gratification, guys. If, if it took you 20 years to be an angry person, it's going to take you at least a week to start to see the results. But you got to be relentless. You got to want to let it go and do it the right way. It happens. But you don't have to spend six months in a therapist's chair. Tapping three times a day, you can get done most of your deep issues within 30 days or less. And it doesn't hurt you because you use your own two fingers. It's gentle. I show you how to do it, where to tap, what to say. For those who have, and that's a paid, that's a paid service, by the way. And it's only $80. I, you know, I, like I like to say, emotional care before medical care because it's cheaper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really cheaper. So, you know, if you're going to invest, you know, if you're going to go to the doctor, you know, and you look at that doctor bill, you've got to be like, oh, I got insurance. It doesn't matter if you have insurance. You're still paying for it. Correct. It's costly. You know, and for those who don't have insurance, you know, I tell you what, you want to be able to learn how to tap and self-regulate your emotions because it's going to make the difference between you getting messed up in the brain and having let's say an emergency, uh, you know, uh, unit tell you, yep, we got to pump you up with this. We got to do that. And then flip you a bill. That's going to be a couple of thousand dollars. And you're going to be like, holy crap. This is what happens when we get twisted with emotions. It, it creates a financial mess. So that's, that's, an, that's like $3 a day. Okay. I'm, I'm exaggerating, you know, $80 in the week, but you know, it's five days and it's full, full on, I don't, I don't cheapen the experience. I make sure that you get results because that's my mission. My, my, my thing is like, you know, you have an issue, it's emotional, it's causing you physical problems, let's resolve that problem. And, and the story, I mean, you can't get mad at me for making you feel happy <laughs> because that's what's going to happen. You're going to be like, wow, I, I feel changed. But, you know, it, it, it involves a little deeper than that. But also, but, but also the person, you know, the person has to want it. You know, as you, yes. can, you can do all the service and whatnot, but yes. the person has to be willing, ready and willing. To, Absolutely. So it, it's, it's, you I know, to everybody. Yeah. So they can say, hey, 
I want my running back. It's like it's not like that because no. if you're taking this, it's because you want to take this. You're you you're 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 in need of a change, and you, you've come to terms with that. I, I do a discovery call with everybody. Twenty minutes, half hour. You know, I t- I talk to people. It's real talk. It's like this. You know, there's no, no nothing pretentious about it. You know, you get to sit down with me like this live mm-hmm. privately because people's emotions are private. They don't they don't want to be blasted all over. Correct. You know, Which is about it. You know, and, and it's totally confidential. And I let you know right away. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Okay. I do not diagnose problems. What we do is we have real talk. I'm a practitioner and I am accredited, you know, and experienced, you know, in school on how to talk to you about two things, your thoughts and emotions and how they affect you. And if you have an emotion or physical symptom that's causing you problems, I talk about the emotion that's associated to that. For example, anger. Anger is the biggest, one of the biggest ones. You know, anger is an emotion has a direct correlation to the liver. And a lot of people who have liver problems are angry people. Mm. And usually a lot of the people who have liver problems have drinking problems. And people who have a drinking addiction and have a difficult time letting go is because of the anger. And that anger and that addiction is the same thing. You're not addicted to the alcohol. You're addicted to the anger. The alcohol is just a byproduct of that anger. Letting go of that anger gets rid of the addiction to the alcohol. Mm. Being angry keeps that vibration, okay, humming and affecting your liver and creating disease in the liver. That's already been proven. So, you know, I don't say it because... I've, I've experienced this, and I have not. I, I've worked with angry people, but not because of uh, alcohol addiction or liver problems. But the alcohol addiction, liver problem, you know, uh, correlation, it's already been proven, and, and it's public information. So, you know, I, I don't lie to people. Because yeah, you're not, because, you're not bringing you know, anything up that hasn't been said. Yeah, and, and I don't, yeah exactly, and I, and I wouldn't. So I have this real talk with people for that reason. I let you know I'm a practitioner. I'm only I'm only concerned about the root cause of how you are feeling, and I give you an opportunity, okay, to understand that you don't have to accept it because I can't force you to change. Nobody can force anybody to change, but don't wait till you get to rock bottom. Mm-hmm. This is, again, where people make a mistake and then they go right to this. They go right to the Bible and I go, meal, please. And again, they're in despair. Despair is a down-regulated emotion. It sucks more energy out of your heart. So you don't yeah, want to do that. Yeah, where your, where your program is based on, you're giving them the tools to deal with their truth. You're, you're giving them the tools to deal with their truth. And it is about truth. Mm-hmm. Because when a person opens their heart to the truth, their truth, amazing things happen. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the first things that happens, and I tell these people at a discovery call. When you allow yourself to release that negative vibe, okay, and fill your heart with love, self-love, because it, it all starts with self-love. You are literally creating, this again is neuroscientifically proven and documented in public information. You are creating an electromagnetic field around your body, 360 degrees all around you, okay, that is measured up to 10 feet, 3 meters in front of you, all the way around. And the more that you sustain, okay, this elevated emotion, the more you heal, Mm. self-heal. The more you self-heal, you're attracting now more positivity. The more positivity you attract the better your life gets. I mean, you know, right. it sounds like common sense, but the difficult reason why people, again, they quit or they don't get it going or they procrastinate or, or, or they have loss of, you know, belief is because, again, their body is so used to it. Their subconscious is used They're to it. stuck in their ways. Stuck in their ways. So they, they want it, but, you know, they're afraid of what they will become. 
There's nothing to be afraid of. You're going to become your greater self. That's what you want. In spirituality, everybody has a spiritual self. At least I believe this. Our spiritual self, my twin, okay, my spiritual twin loves the hell out of me, okay, is thriving, okay, it's, it's into total abundance, all right, love and all the elevated emotions, and it's just waiting for me, the external Gabriel, all right, to be a vibrational match to him so that we can be in coherence, heart and mind, coherence, heart and brain coherence, and then life, your life changes. You don't, you don't physically change. You change your state. So changing your state is so important. And again, I tell these people during the discovery call, because this is what people do. First, they try to learn a strategy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do personal development. I'm going to learn this. But ah, it's no secret. You know, it didn't work on me. And then they go, they, 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 they get lost in that rabbit hole. Yeah, and then they go to another one, and they'll, and they'll pay some money for this, and it never works. And then the second thing they'll do is their story. They'll keep telling themselves, repeating themselves that story that they believe because they embellish the story. You know, like, for example, when people say, yeah, I, I was abused when I was young. Okay. But there's no details that they can tell you. But in their own mind, that story became something greater. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of detail. Who was it? When it happened? Why it happened? Where it, you know, everything. How old you were? What time it happened? The colors, the smell. You know, we, we, we do everything externally based on our five senses. But the fact of the matter is, it might have been just something simple like the teacher told you. Hey, stop doing that nonsense, man. Or I'm going to smack you in the back of the pants. And they, they might have thought that that was abuse back then. But, you know, mm -hmm. as an adult, they embellished that story and it became something huge. And now, you know, I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. you can't change unless you change your story, too. And people, again, they won't do that. So that's working backwards. If you want to change that's lasting, you got to change your identity. you got to change your self-image. That's subconscious. And to do that, you got to get past the pain. And the pain, you're already feeling pain. You, you, now you're just going to feel the pain of going towards the pleasure side of your life, letting uh, go. Now, when, when they go, when, like in your experience and with, with some clients of yours, um, when they, and I can imagine, right? And this is just me speculating. I, I'm not well knowledgeable as yourself, right? Do they, when they come to terms and realize everything, is there a brief moment in where they uh, grieve in a sense? And then they start, great, you know, I don't know, question. seeing the light? It's a great question. Um, yes, some people do. Grief, okay, is, is a very powerful emotion because it's the loss of something, okay? It's not just losing a, a family member or a child or an animal, you know, a pet um, or an artifact. You know, I lost my favorite watch, for example. People grieve. But you're losing a part of you, okay, that, that you weren't expecting to, to let go. And, and it creates a void. There's a scale that I use in a lot of EFT practitioners use, called the SU scale, S-U-E, the subjective units of experience. And it goes from zero to negative 10 and zero to positive 10. And this is where the energy flow is really amazing because, again, I, I, I guide and teach people how to do this, but the proof is in your scale, in your truth. This is a truth scale. So we always rate the intensity of that Emotion. So let's call it grief. And once they rate it, it could be a negative eight, let's say. That negative eight, you write it down. I don't write it down for you. I do, actually. I document my side in case you forgot to do it. I'm like, yeah, but, uh, you know, you said, and here it is. You know, it's not my words, it's yours. It's your truth. So we start at negative eight, and we do a, a, a one session is three rounds of tapping. And now, you know, we re-rate the intensity of that feeling, grief. It may go down to a negative five. That's proof that it's working. 
mm-hmm. we do another session because what happens is as you're tapping, your subconscious will start to spew up other things. And I'm listening and I'm writing down what it is. And I'm asking the right questions. And bam, we tap on that. Another round. Now all of a sudden you go down to a negative three. Great. We're making progress. When we get you down to zero, negative one, zero, that means that when you focus on that grief, you don't feel that intensity. As a matter of fact, I asked you that question, you know, um, are you still grieving about this or that or whatever? How's it feel? And you're going to say to me, actually, oh my God, no, I don't even feel it in my body. Mm. But that's not the end of it. You see, there's a positive side to the scale. That's the healing side. You want to get to the healing event. So if you started a negative eight, your healing event is at a positive eight. When you get to zero, that's called the zero point of nothing. Just because you don't feel an emotion doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're, you're resolved. It just means that you can have a relapse. So you keep going now. I take you to the positive side, and I fill your heart up with that love, that compassion, that happiness. And that's where people contort and, and go like, like, holy shit. Or they start to cry uncontrollably, or they start to dance. Because that's when the cells in your body signal the brain and say, you know what? This event is totally over. You're never going to grieve again about that. Never. You, you may have a new experience with grief, something different, but that particular grief that was causing you a lot of heartache, that's gone. It's, it's a wrap. Wow. I think you told me $80. It cost me $80 to, to uh, attend a course and where it's going to literally help me for the rest of my life, right? Essentially. I think that's a fucking great bargain. <laughs> it is a great bargain. I don't do it for the money, man. I, I do it because I really, I think that people uh, need to learn how to self-regulate their emotions and understand Absolutely. that it's okay, you know, that we feel, you know, messed up about a lot of things and it's not your fault. It, it never is anybody's fault. Um, we learned this from childhood and not only that, a lot of us, and we go seven generations deep, and I, and I read this, and it's a fact, documented fact as well. Um, we go seven generations deep inheriting our family's dysfunction. So if we had an abusive great-great-great-great-grandfather, yes, we might have inherited that in the genes, okay? And we don't, we don't know that. We just experience that. We feel that. But we can resolve that based on the energy. Um, there's, there's a lot, again, there's a lot that I do in the energy side because there's, there's something called an echo, which is an energetic hologram, an energetic conscious hologram, you know, and, and this is referring to the past now. We can't go to the past and fix the event, right? We had, like, say, a, a car accident that made us feel very depressed, like, say. We can't go back to that. Now, here we are as adults, we're still feeling depressed, but that accident happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago. That means that that period in your, that moment in your life, okay, that echo, that energy, okay, that consciousness is stuck there energetically in your spiritual side. And we can go through your timeline back to that moment and tap on your spiritual energy and release it in a positive way and lift that depression off of your past and bring you forward and make you happy again. It's it's extraordinary work. And it's not about the money. It's about teaching people how to be conscious about their emotions. Because emotions will either create your life or they will destroy your life. And most of the time, people spend investing in negative emotions. And it's not our fault. Look, we got the war going on. A lot of people are depressed, angry, insecure, scared, you know, about it. But we're thousands of miles away, but it'll affect us anyway. I mean, if you want a great example, pandemic. The pandemic has destroyed a lot of lives mentally. But again, who controls your thoughts and emotions? We do. So, And and that's amazing because 
we as people, right, we tend to always want to help some help somebody accountable for for our things. Yes. We we want to control point a, control, point a finger, you, right. you, you, you. Right. And you know, sometimes you have to look inward. You gotta look at yourself in the mirror. You gotta take accountability. And I think uh, I think what you're doing is amazing. I think having the right tools, because not even if you go to, like you said, a therapist, they're going, they're not going to give you the right tools to deal with it. They're going to let you ramble on. They're going to pop, you know, pop something yeah. out of thin air. So maybe it's this, and boom. Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you an example of that. My my recent client uh, for the month of March, we did a four week because I, I do a two week. Mm-hmm. And I do a four-week deep, deep dive in. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I really, I, I, I mean, I took like 20 pages of notes for her. So she has a therapist. <laughs> and, you know, I thought it was, I was like, well, that's pretty funny, you know, in my mind, you know, and it's, and it's not, I'm not trying to make fun of this, but, you know, she has a therapist. Like, and she told me about that in the discovery call, because I asked those questions, you know, I mean, have you been to a therapist? Are you currently going to a therapist? You know, because... I don't want any confusion with this person, you know, and I want to make it clear. I'm not a therapist. I work with your energy, emotional root causes. So she said, yes, she has a therapist. And um, on the last day of the month, and she's resolved totally. Um, she says to me, I, I spoke to my therapist recently, <laughs> and I told her that I was doing EFT. And she responded with, Oh my God, I just started to read about that. It's absolutely fascinating to me. Amazing. How's it going for you with that? You know, so even therapists are, a lot of therapists are, are keen now on this subject because it, it adds an additional, you know, tool for them to help their clients self-regulate. Mm-hmm. Because you think a therapist wants to sit there also for six months, a year, five years, and a lot of cases, two years, you know, long periods of time, every two weeks, to try to get you to understand an event that you can't change or let it go. That's, that's, that's your traditional, you know, uh, Freudian psychology model. Things have changed. This is, the, this is the 21st century where awareness and consciousness have come, you know, to the forefront of psychology, let's say, where... It's not about the brain. It's about the brain and the body. There used to be a time where they had the two separated. But it's not. The brain and the body, okay, are always one. And this was proven by Dr. Candace Pert about 40, 50 years ago. How the mind-body connection is always one. And what separates it is the emotions the negative emotions that downregulate the gene expressions in the body. So it's all about thinking and feeling. And, you know, again, therapists are cool. Psychologists are cool. They're qualified for deeper issues. But 90% of the global population thinks they have a mental issue when they don't. What they have is an emotional issue. Mm. So your emotions are controlling your reality. And when you change that perspective and you start to release that energy and start to realize, like, oh, my God, I I mean, really, like, I I don't feel bad about, you know, being bullied anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can I can move forward with this. It's because you release the the fear of being bullied or whatever that emotion is connected to it for that person. You cannot change the fact that you got your maybe beat up several times in high school. It's a way of patches sometimes, a way of passes. Yeah, exactly. You know, this too shall pass. And, and that goes for anything. You know, the poverty mentality, which is something that I talk a lot about, and, and I work with a lot of people on this. You know, um, a lot of people believe that, you know, we're not successful because we're just not born to be successful, or money is evil, or money doesn't grow on trees, or, you know, this and that. It's because of their belief. I show people how to release that negative energy from the body, so that they can attract that, you know, that positivity and actually thrive. There's so many reasons why people believe that they're 
mentally ill or they have some kind of issue when in fact they don't. It's all emotional. And if we address it correctly, you know, they can start to thrive. It's like, it's like being lazy. Being lazy is not a, a no. mental. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> like procrastination, right? Yeah. You know, procrastination, I've I, I read on clinical EFT, you know, because to me it was important to understand emotional freedom at a clinical level. And this was a book by uh, doc, uh, Dr. Dawson Church. And this man stood in front of Congress, the United States Congress, to advocate for uh, war heroes, U.S. soldiers who have been to war and suffering from PTSD. And they, the U.S. Congress accepted EFT as a practice for the U.S. military, you know, to help soldiers get past their emotional issues of war. So in saying that, Procrastination is a compulsion. Laziness is a compulsion. It's an emotional compulsion. If you get to the root cause of that procrastination, which we can, it's just a conversation. The truth always comes out. When you feel that truth in your heart, man, you know, it's liberating, but it's scary for people to want to, to want to hear their own truth because the truth comes out of your mouth, out of your subconscious through your mouth. I don't put words in your mouth. I just show you how to activate your truth. And I speak the words to your subconscious that causes you to involuntarily say the truth. And when you hear your truth, people go like this. <gasps> Are you recording this? No, man, this is private. You know, we don't have, nobody needs to know this. You know what I'm saying? But it's shocking that people speak their truth. And that's when they have that release. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, I remember that or, or any other, you know, uh, reaction that they have. But it's about your truth. And when you fill your heart with truth, you start to thrive. That's, I mean, really, it's just that simple, but it's, it's neuroscientific. Everything that I do is energy-based as a neuroscience background. Mm. And that's why I love it, because... It's, it's simple, but it's not easy because you have to do the work. Nobody can change you unless you want to change. Just don't wait to hit rock bottom and then come back up and be like, oh, okay, I'm good now. No, you buried the emotions that keep you stuck, and that's going to recur again, and you may hurt yourself or somebody along the way. All right. Wow, man. Uh, you, really, you really have brought some knowledge into this um tell the tell the people before we go because i know you're very limited on time uh, tell the people where they can find you at so i'm on facebook um on stress relief for teachers uh, i keep it like that because you know i teach online right, right now i'm teaching uh, adults in taiwan and i love it i, I stopped doing the kids <laughs> you know uh, i did three years with the kids four years with the kids and uh, this year i started with adults in taiwan Oh, and, awesome. um, I, I, I like teachers, man. I, I try to help teachers, but teachers are stubborn, man. They, they just, they don't, they don't, they want to blame the world except themselves. But um, stress relief for teachers on Facebook or my name, Gabriel Rivera. And um, I'm always there, you know, because I, I, I've been getting a lot of, I get a lot of feedback from my posts. I get a lot of messenger hits because it's private, you know, people, People don't want to talk about their feelings publicly. So, you know, they'll, they'll talk to me on Messenger. And I answer questions, you know, um, I do lives for that reason with them. You know, it, it's, it's a free call with me, you know, 20 minutes, half hour. And you can ask me anything. You know, I, I, I treat everybody with 100% regard, no judgments, no criticism. You know, this, this is um, about you. And your opportunity to heal yourself. What happens after that is your change of state. And that's the beautiful part because once you change your state, you connect to this. You know, the Bible is also about subconscious. And I, I, I verified that with a lot of the neuroscience stuff that I work with. I, I look at the biblical passage to it. And they all connect the dots the same way. 
You know, this was just spoken in a different language than we speak today. Neuroscience is the same as spirituality in the Bible. It talks about the same thing, about your connection to God, Jesus, you know, about healing. It's all about the subconscious mind. And, um, you know, come and see me. Look, ask me questions first, because that's how it all starts. If we vibe, then we can move forward. You don't need to make a decision, anything other than if you want to have a conversation and we vibe. If we vibe and you want to move forward, you'll tell me. I don't sell you anything. But I am a paid service. If you want a, like I said, I give you one hour for free, 90 minutes for free. I give you a, I give you a breakthrough. You will have a breakthrough. If you want the five days, it's $80. You know, I give you five days full service. Every day, 30 minutes a day, you know, we, we'll extend it to 45. To me, it doesn't make a difference. I want to help you. And then I do have my paid two week and four weeks. If you cannot manage to self-regulate and do it yourself, it's always advisable to hire a qualified practitioner, EFT practitioner. You want to work with somebody who's qualified, you know? It's, I mean, to me, that's just common sense. And still, it's cheaper than medical care. Emotional care before medical care. It's always going to be cheap. Boom. There you go. There you have it, guys. Um, Gabe, it's been an honor speaking to you. Um, definitely learned a lot. A lot of things I did not know. Now I know. Um, you can always hit me up, man. Yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you for joining me. It's been an honor. Likewise, man. I'm out. Okay, man, I'm